Good to see you. I appreciate the song service. I appreciate those songs. Uh, the choir did a wonderful job with the anchor hold. Amen. Uh, but I'm going to be honest. I'm partial to my wife singing that song. Uh, happy wife, happy life, right? Uh, listen. Uh, but no, that was a beautiful rendition of that song. That song ministers to your heart because he is our mighty and strong anchor. Where would we be without him? Wouldn't want to be without him. Amen. But uh, anyway, we're delighted to have Brother Alonzo and Sister Barbara Walton with us this morning. Uh, those of you that's been members here long, they're fellow members. They've been with us a long time. Uh, our church supports his ministry. Uh, we've been supporting you for how many years, brother? It's been several. Uh, but uh, it's always good to have them when they're able to be with us. And uh, he's come. And again, this is a special time. I can't even fathom 50 years in the ministry. And you're still, you still don't have a lot of gray hair. Look at mine, brother. Uh, look, I'm pulling mine out. Or it's falling out, one or the other. But... Praise God for you and Sister Barbara. You're a blessing to us, and uh, you mean a lot. Uh, me and Brother Alonzo probably speak every other week at least, and he's always calling to let me know what's going on. He's reporting. That's what missionaries are supposed to do. Amen? So I know what's going on. But, uh, Brother, without any further ado, you just come and preach. Speak what God's led on your heart. We're glad you're here. We appreciate you. Amen. And we love you, brother. We love you too, Pastor. Amen. Oh, you got your hands full. There you go. Amen. Amen. There you go, brother. God bless you. I'll give you a hug. God bless you. All right, brother. Amen. We are so blessed to be here, and we really, really love you. We don't take that word lightly. We really, really love you. And we thank God for all the, the years that we have been together. God has brought us together and truly been a blessing. When we was here in Las Vegas, uh, we had a man and his uh, son, his son Christ, we ordained him into the ministry, and for four weeks now, he, he uh, opened a, a Baptist church in Tennessee, called him to be a pastor, so they would be his fourth service that he going to preach. <laughs> and it all started here in Las Vegas. <laughs> Praise God. So it's a blessing, and God's still saving sinners. He's still saving sinners. Uh, we give him all the praise today, and I, 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 I want to correct that. It's 47 years. Uh, it was yesterday I've been in the ministry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm reading from the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, and verse uh, 7 through 10. If you have your Bible, I have my lovely wife uh, here, and we have our two daughters, my daughter 
and her daughter here with her. And my daughter, granddaughter, she got married or got baptized here about eight years ago. You baptized all five of the children. Amen. Right? <laughs> and they still going and still living for the Lord. Man. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 7, is that in the age to come, he might show the exceeding richness of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. It's by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not a word that's in man should both. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good work which God has bestowed ordained that we should walk in them. And I'd like to speak on the grace of God. Father, we thank you for this time today that you have allowed us to come here. And Father, as the word is open, Father, you have complete control. We give you the glory. I will decrease, but you increase. We welcome the Holy Spirit. Some here might be lost, never know you're their personal Savior. We ask that they will be saved today. Lift someone up. Scrank someone off. Father, draw us closer to you in this hour. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Paul was writing about the grace of God. The grace of God. And we are nothing without the grace of God. Uh, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. It came by Jesus Christ. So we are saved by nothing else but God's grace. Not by, it was a pastor in Los Angeles. He said, you have to speak in tongues before you are saved. That's a false statement. We are saved by the grace of God. Nothing else by God's grace. I can never be good enough. You can never be good enough to be saved. It's only by the grace of God. Uh, amazing grace. Only by the grace of God. I read a, a book about Mandela. Many of you heard of him. Irene, he went to prison. He was bitter. He was angry. He was frustrated. Went into a prison in South Africa. And when he went to that prison, he was very hurt. And he stayed down for 27 years. And he went through some rough and tough time in that prison. He went through them. But he found the grace of God in that prison. And President Clinton asked him, he walking out of the prison, he walking out, it was about 30 steps from the front gate out. He said, uh, Mandela, 
How did you leave a prison, been there for 27 years in a prison? I can't even imagine this. 27 years, you walk out and become the president. He said, what were you thinking when you were walking out of the prison for 27 years? He said, when I was walking out, and I took about 30 steps out of the prison, I'm free. I'm free. We receive Jesus Christ, and that's the coming of our heart. We can take two steps. We are free. We are free in Jesus Christ. The, the Bible says, "Hold the Son said free. We are free indeed. We are free. He said, as he was walking out, he said, President Clinton said, well, what about all? He said, all the business, all the stuff I went there with, all the hurt, I left it there. I didn't look back. And that's what we do in our life. No matter what we go through, we receive Jesus. We leave it all there. Don't bring it with you. Leave it all there. The world is supposed to tell us from the world. We are different. We in Christ. We God elect. They're supposed to see Jesus in us. They're supposed to see Jesus in us. The Bible says, for by grace are we saved. Through faith. Through faith. It is not of ourselves. Through faith, we are saved. Through faith. Jesus Christ make a difference in this sin six heart. Seeing in our heart, there's a void there. There's an emptiness there. Only through Jesus Christ we fulfill it. He give us peace. He give us joy. He give us hope. Only through Jesus Christ. Only through Jesus Christ. We are saved through Jesus Christ. Judge and we are saved forever. Pastor G John and I, we witnessed to a pastor who was an assembly of God. His name was Pastor Joe. And Pastor Joe, they believed that you could lose your salvation. But we kept witnessing, kept praying for him. And he came to the conclusion that God can never remove that from us. Once we're saved, our names are in the Lamb Book of Life forever, forever. A new beginning has started. A new life has started. Once we're saved, we're saved by grace. I was looking up the word mercy. Mercy, it, it means that God pardoned us. Grace means that we found favor to God. 
we are in God's favor. Noah found favor with God. God looked for a man, but Noah found favor. Each one of us, we receive Christ. We got God's favor in us. Can you just say amen? Man, the Bible says, with this word, verse, never get old. It's never get outdated. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Let me tell you, church, we become a Christian. That don't mean that everything going to be all right. We're going to go through some things. The church is going through some things now. Our a lot of the missionaries that I talked to from other countries, they're going through something right now. Some going to jail because of Jesus Christ. But you know what? We have hope in Christ. I've been a Christian since 1973, December 8th, and I wouldn't crave my life for anything. Out of all I've been through, I wasn't created for anything. I don't want to look back. But Jesus Christ, by grace, I we say, the Bible says, the law give us the knowledge of what sin is. It tell you, don't run a red light. The law tell us about the Ten Commandments. The law tell us that. It give us the knowledge of what sin is, but the law cannot save us. It's only by the grace of God. By the grace of God. Church, we are different in all the other religions. They kind of do it by the law. They kind of do it by being good enough. A lot of them have good morals, but in order to get to heaven, we got to go through the cross. No other way but through Jesus Christ. No other name but the name of Jesus Christ. But the name of Jesus Christ. I met a homeless man. His wife and his daughter got killed in a bad accident. So he began being homeless. Every sense. Now I asked him, I said, but Dave, are you a Christian? He said, yes, I'm a Christian. I said, well, Dave, do you really love Jesus Christ? He thought about it for a minute. He said, sometime. See, when, we, when Jesus comes in our heart, he gives us not just worldly love, he gives us a love. You don't look at people like you used to look at them. You don't look at lost souls. That person had done me awful wrong. I could never forget it. You don't look at them like that. You look at that person as lost. Don't know Jesus Christ. I'm not getting evil with him. No. That's not the answer. I might pay him back. That person is lost. 
That person on drugs, he lost. You got to look the person, the chemical in him. He lost without Jesus Christ. So now we wonder why our life go up one week, down the next week, up one week, down the next one. We stand away from the chariot, stand away from the wood. The Bible says grow in knowledge and in grace. Grow, grow up, the Bible says, in knowledge and in grace. How are we going to grow if we don't go to church? Faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God. Go to Sunday school. Go to prime meeting. You got to be more than Sunday morning. You got to be a midweek Bible class. We got to go. When I was in the world, and you was in the world, I would fuss somebody at the nightclub. I was first go to the movie theater. I was the first down. But I want to be the first for Jesus now. Now, see, Paul went through that. Be first for Jesus Christ. See, Judas and, and Thomas, they followed Jesus, but their heart still wasn't there yet. Sometimes people can be so close to you, but their heart still not there yet. They're in the church, but their mind's in the world. By grace, we are saved. By God's grace. By God's grace. You know who made it right? Jesus Christ made it right. I couldn't make it right, but Jesus made it right. He made it right. It's a, not a work lest any man shall boast. We can't boast of it. I'm saved. Look at me. No, it's only by the grace of God. No work. Not being a, I'm a, I've been a good person. I kept all the Ten Commandments. I never broke one. It's by the grace of God. By the grace of God. Last month, we gave out 400 and 72 lunches, towers, soap, help the mission been so full of people. It been so many people. One lady, my wife and I, we was out witnessing, giving sandwiches out to people and giving water out. If it's 110 here, it's 120 and, and where we live at. We was out giving sandwich out, and this lady coming through the park, and, and she was like this, walking down. And I stopped, and I said, Miss, how long been since you had something to eat? She said, two days. She lived, a lot of people, where we live at, live out in the desert. They're homeless. Don't have nowhere to live. And when the rain comes, a big rain, it destroys 
everything they have. And that lady was coming through there. We usually give out one sandwich, water. My wife said, no, we're going to give her two sandwiches and two bottles of water. So this lady, when the rain come and the storm come, we had a meeting with the city, with the police. They called a mission task force. Everybody come together, how we can eliminate homelessness. So we had a meeting, and they found her, one of the people they found out there had been laying down for two weeks. And when she was laying on the ground, her hand was reaching like this. And the police was there. The only thing that we found on her with this little, a little piece of paper like this. That's all she had was a little crack on her. Nothing else. No identification or nothing. But that's a little crack saying the Roman road. That's all she found. So we crossed that she in a better place. In a better place. So we made a, got with the city, police department, the fire department, the 16th of December. For all the people, we had one person last month behind Smith passed away that was homeless. Another, about three or four people. A lot of people in their home passed away, live by themselves. So we're going to have December 8, 16, a big memorial service for all the people. And they had a tag for us at John Doe, Mary Doe. We're going to have a big memorial service because they were somebody. They were somebody. But the Bible said, not a word lest any man should boast. I can't boast about my wife. I can't boast about my children. I can't boast about my ministry. I can only boast of the glory of God. Of the glory of God. When my wife and I were, were seeing each other before we got married, she was she were counseling, she was talking to me, seeing my resume, and I'm talking to her. I asked her one question. I said, yeah. You love Jesus Christ more than any other thing. Do you love him like it? She said, I do. And I always will. I love him more than you, my children, or anybody. And that's how we to love Jesus more than anybody. He's number one. The Bible said, both, not a word, lest any man. The Bible said, Paul said, for we, for we are his workmanship. We are his workmanship. Wherever we go, we got crack in the car. We got $50 we just put aside every month just to order crack to pass out, to share a crack with people. 
See, I got saved by somebody that gave me a crack. I was giving cracks out. I shared it before. And one man threw it on the ground. Another man come by and took it and read it. He got saved. We are saved. The Bible said we are his workmanship. It's getting tough in America. It's getting hard to survive. But don't give up the fight. Keep witnessing for Jesus. It's the only answer. It's in the church. This is our home. We need one another. It's in Jesus Christ. The closer we grow to God, the closer we're going to grow to each other. We need one another. Pastor John has encouraged me so much. So much. Pastor Brother Tucci, one of the other brothers that's not here, Sister Tabitha, husband. Is he okay? Okay. The Bible said, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. We are to work and labor for the gospel. But Jesus Christ, you go in a, a grocery store, we can pass a crack out. Go to the doctor's office. We had two people to get saved waiting on the doctor. We had to pass cracks out. To the beauty salon, or the barber shop, we are the salt of the earth. When I was growing up on the farm, you know, the cows, Need is salt. You know what that salt do? It make them thirsty. Eat more grass. It give them thirst. And so we are the salt of the earth. Sharing the gospel. Wherever we go, you got missionaries risking their life for this gospel. Las Vegas, here we are. It's a mission, mission field. The harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. It gets dangerous out there sometimes, but the Bible says, great is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Jesus Christ. Created in Christ Jesus unto good work. Good work. The work that Christ begun in you, don't get slack off on it. It's not all about this preacher. It's not all about you. It's about him. About Jesus Christ. If you work on a job, in a hotel, a hospital, wherever you work, you got a chance to share the gospel. It's a mission field. You know how many people you can walk out the door alone, heartbroken, don't know how, know to turn. 
we are the salt. The Bible says, let your light so shine. It's not always preaching right here, but out in the street. One-on-one. It's some broken hearts out there. Only Jesus can fix it. Only he can fix it. it I came to church many years ago. And I didn't come through. I came to know the first time I came through here. I didn't have to go and come back several times. The Lord directed my heart. Come to this church. And I came and heard Pastor John speak. Lord, touch my heart. This is church for you, John. I have to go look nowhere else. This was it. I saw my wife. God said, that's my wife. I have to go nowhere else. That was it. That was it. We are his workmanship. The Bible said, Paul said like this. It's for I am the least of all the apostles. I am the least. I had five brothers. Eight sisters. Now the least of all them. Growing up, I was the least. Paul I'm the least of all them. Got him more crumble and all of them together. Been through more than all of them together. They all got good jobs, been to the military. But God saw fit. You know what brought me to God? Uh, my father used to sit down and read the Bible out loud. And I respected the word of God. I remember the last verse he read. The very last one. And that verse was, if a house divided against itself, the house will not stand. My father read that verse. I remember that. He had third grade education. But I remember him reading that. He made a not only a difference in my life, he made an impact. When I got called to the minister, I didn't have no uncles, no no uh, uh, father, nobody that was a pastor. My father was the head deacon of the church. I went back and I talked to him. And he gave me some advice. He said, let integrity go before you everywhere you go. Don't lighten up. Keep preaching. Don't lighten up. Finish the course. No matter what it takes, finish the course. A lot going to come against you. A lot going to call your name. Keep preaching the word of God. Keep preaching. I didn't have nobody. He the only somebody told me that. Paul said, I'm the least of all the apostles. I'm not meek to be called the apostle. Apostle, you know, some got it kind of out of proportion. Apostle is one that saw Jesus. 
that wasn't a possible war. Yeah, they people now, that, that wasn't a possible war. One that saw Jesus. He said, I'm the least of all the apostles because I persecuted the church of God. See, Paul was on the other side. Lot of you be on the other side. I have been there. I know what the world is like. You mean take one smoke of a cigarette before you know it, you got to have it? One drink before you know it, you're alcoholic? That's what the world is like. The world is cold. That's what the world is. I've been through that. I know that what Paul was saying. I persecuted. The people were doing the right thing. I persecuted them. I was least of all the apostles. Was none of unworthy like I am. You might think today that you're unworthy. But God got a great plan for your life. If you come to Jesus, God got a great plan. God got something great for you. Only thing I do is come and give it all to him, your life. He said, Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. By God's grace, I am what I am. I done been through it. I done been through the ringer, Paul saying. But by God's grace, I am what I am. Ain't just a beautiful church where God has blessed you with. You got one of the best pastors I know who preached the word. The unadulterated word. His lovely wife, his family. I've been to preach to a lot of churches. There ain't no place like home. No place like home. See, Paul had a void, an illness in his life. And sometimes you can start doing something and you try to fulfill it with the emptiness in your life. It was a man and his wife. I was out yesterday witnessing this man and his wife. They left the church. Both of them real negative. And they were going around. I said, what y'all doing now? He said, we go from swap meet to swap meet for house, yard sale, yard sale, to collect and stuff. That's to keep us busy. Church, all the things not going to make you happy. It's not going to make you happy. Some of the homes I've been in, people had it all, but their life was in a total wreck. Only Jesus Christ. See, in that home, there got to be some love there. There got to be some Jesus there. You got to be in that home. Got to be some joy there. 
and only Jesus Christ by him. The word got to be open now. It got to be taught in the home. That's what a home is like. My mother taught us the word of God sitting by a fireplace. We was the church. 23rd song, we remember that. The, the, the model prayer, we remember that. Only Jesus Christ. Paul said, and his grave, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but I labor more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was, which was with me. The grace of God, which was with me. Don't block the grace out. Everybody trying to say what's wrong in Washington is Biden. That's not what's wrong. What's wrong with the vice president? It, it, what's wrong in Washington? The vice president. It's the Republican. It's the Democrat. What's wrong in Washington is they don't took the grace of God and prayer out of the out of Washington. That's what's wrong. That's what's wrong with America today. It's not one man going to change this nation, but Jesus Christ. If Jesus not in it, it's not going to happen. Only Jesus Christ. Only the blood of God. You got to cover your children with the blood, of, with the word of God. You got to cover them. They be washed in God's blood. All of them. This verse in Peter, chapter 5. I thought about this verse and looked at it and meditated on it. Our, uh, Peter was saying, fire, fire. It's likewise, ye, ye, ye young, submit. It's likewise, ye young, submit yourselves unto the elders. It's a, ye young, submit yourselves unto the elders. Submit unto the elders. Submit. I learned some as 47 years in ministry as being an elder. I raised, we got seven children, about 28 grandchildren. You got to be with these children as the elder submitting. You can't show partiality one to another. You got to be straight up with all of them. Treat all of them the same way. My, we got one granddaughter. She's a psychiatrist and watched her. When she was five years old, I was in the room painting my daughter cabinet. And I told her, I said, London, you go stand over there in the corner and make sure nobody come close to me. 
while I'm painting. She said, Granddaddy, I want to help you paint. I said, you stand over there. She didn't understand that at the time, and she got to be a psychiatrist and grow up. And I said, she said, I'll make $400 an hour in California. But I moved to New York. I said, why you do that, Lana? Seems like you're close to the home here. She said, Granddaddy, as a five-year-old kid, she said, you remember when you told me to stand in the corner to make sure nobody called? You keep me away from the paint and the danger? She said, I moved to New York in a nice place because when you make a lot of money, everybody come on to get away from all that. She had to get away. See, God give us wisdom. He give us understanding. God give that to her. She said, I have to go. She said, I got my own uh, townhouse. I'm doing good. She said, well, sometimes you have to go away from that. I said, go stand in the corner there and watch the door. She had to came close to where I was painting She got paint all over her. <laughs> So she, she, she took that. She remembered that as a young child. But as an elder, my wife is the elder. And you know, all her family here, I'm the elder. God give us wisdom. We got to have wisdom in the time we live in. We got to have understanding in the time we live in. We got to have it. We got to be firm. Raising children today, not like raising children when I was a, a young boy. See, when I was a young boy, my dad had a shotgun and rifle in the corner. You can't do that today. You can't do that today. You got to have wisdom. But God created all of us the same. That's the way we have to treat all our children, all of our grandchildren. No matter what they do, what they say, how they act, we still have to love them the same. Still have to love them the same. That's the way we still have to love them. We are the elders. It's a young, submit yourselves unto the elders. I don't care what you learn, we still are elders. You still can learn something from mom. We still can learn something. Pastor Tusha, Brother Tusha, been a Sunday school teacher for many years. I still learn when I come. Pastor John, Pastor Terry, I still learn from the elder. Submit yourself to the elder. Don't try to know it all. father had 14 children. Even when we got old, we still go in his house. That was his authority. That was his rule. Girls didn't want the days to do a thing in his house. Young, submit yourself to the elders. Submit. I went to a marriage counselor uh, when I was in college. They were telling me how 
marriage to the council people. In marriage, you know what caused one to go another way, another go another way? Is this right here? We lose respect for our spouse, and our spouse loses respect for us. We lose respect for our children, our children lose respect for us. There always gotta be a respect. See, God give us grace. He give us grace and all that. Grace. We need her. We need them. We need that. We are human. All of us the same. We need that. The Bible says we are saved by the grace of God. Wherever sin abound, grace much more abound. Grace much more abound. See, Jesus, no matter what sin that we are living in, what sin that we are going through, God's grace are down more. Jesus wants to save us. He wants to forgive us. He wants to make it right in our life. Every day, my wife and I, we go out witnessing, sharing cracks out. We meet many different stories, but we're going to the grace of God. Then the Bible says, with love and kindness have I grown thee. It got to be love. It got to be kindness. Have a grown day. Just because I'm a pastor, a minister, that don't mean I don't sin. Every night, I say, God, forgive me. I may have said something wrong to that person. I may have did this wrong. We all have sin. It comes short of God's glory. The Bible says that not a just man up on earth does good and sin not. Jesus Christ, come to him today. If you don't know him as your Savior, as Lord of your life, he'll forgive you today. If you're not a member of a church, it's a good church to join. You've never been baptized. You should come today. Talk to the pastor. Don't wait till tomorrow. The clock is ticking. We're in the 11th hour for Jesus to come back. Everything is set. Come today. Come today. See, blood been spilled on Calvary for me and for you. Come today. I don't, my righteousness, your righteousness is in Jesus, not me. Come today. He'll make it right. By God's grace, favor, favor. I want to get close to Jesus. It may have been something, I'm, I'm ready to close, but it may have been something, you know, I, I'm a Christian, but still something in my heart, I got to have it. I never let it go. I'm getting into the wrong relationship. The Bible says don't be on yoke. Why should a Christian marry an unbeliever? Satan will be your father-in-law. Come to Jesus Christ. God give you, God, if you ask God, he give you the right name. I asked him for a wife, he give me the right wife. 
God will do it. You say, I'm a Christian. Come today. I see people now have a problem with it if people want to. But you don't have to walk around every day loaded, ready, living in fear. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. Come to Jesus today. Come to Jesus today. God will, God will make it all right. You can call this place right here. Instead of an altar call, you can call it the new beginning spot. The new beginning. Come today. You say, I've been a Christian a long time. I never shared Jesus. I never told anyone Jesus loved them. You can come up and say, God, put someone in my life to witness to. Help me, God, to go on forward. We all need help going forward. I'm asking everybody to stand.